This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Good afternoon. Happy Thursday and welcome to the Colleen and Bradley show here on My Talk 1071. Streaming live, doing everything entertainment at mytalk1071.com. I'm Bradley Trainer. That's Holly Roberts. And Grant has uh, has uh, arrived as well. Thank you guys for being here because I don't know if you know this. We have some news to talk about in relation to our publicationship of the summer. That would be the, well, what did we call it? The, the, the publicationship of the summer, the P.O.S., that is Benefer 2.0. Exactly. Yay! So everything old is new again, including this publicationship. And yesterday, we've been talking about this pretty much every day. Um, <laughs> lucky us. Lucky you, audience. Uh, <laughs> you are so lucky. And yesterday we talked about how like they're getting together again. It seems like every week is a new secret love tryst. Yes. Which is, by the way, not at all secret because we are privy to it we're talking about it uh plenty of photographs about it we get the exclusive details about hot benefer romance exclusive in fact we've got more exclusive details you guys i know what they ate when they got together at that sushi place in beverly hills at matsuhisha yeah or whatever it's called yeah okay well what did they where, eat? where is it it was beverly hills right yeah yeah yeah, they, yeah it's right there on Los Brentwood, yeah. beverly yeah. hills yeah. i don't know whatever. some fancy part of mm-hmm. la ben affleck and jennifer lopez very affectionate during dinner day sorry i have to tell you right now i'm having severe but, technical difficulty so i have nothing in front of me it's mercury retrograde it is Bradley. literally mercury <laughs> retrograde literally and do you know what it honestly is before what? i give you all the details on benifer while I mean, i'm waiting for know, pull back the curtain bradley google chrome to fire it up i haven't been on this computer since before the pandemic yeah. So, Literally. <laughs> like so this. it doesn't recognize you. Yeah, behind the scenes, we're slowly reintegrating the shows back together. We've been broadcasting in separate spaces during the pandemic, like to keep everything safe. Now we're coming back into the studios that we normally broadcast out of. And so the computer is like, I do not recognize. Who is this? I have to to download 5,000 things. You know, lucky for me, I got these hot pictures in front of me, Bradley. Okay, so let's just remind people where these hot exclusive photos came from. And actually, this isn't Matsuhisa, the sushi restaurant. This is um, Pendry in West Hollywood. The Pendry. So so I don't know what the Pendry is. Okay. All right. All right. Yeah, I okay, do explain, know what this explain is. Explain Holly. I know Holly what the, used to live in L.A., by the way. That, That's why that, she knows everything. Yeah, that is true. I used to live in L.A. Didn't live in West Holly. But but I, you know, this is this is tickling the back of my head because something tells me that this is not only a publationship experience, exclusive publationship experience between Jennifer Lopez and Ben Affleck. Okay. But I think that the Pendry West Hollywood just opened. Oh. <sighs> 
Look at that. It's almost like it was totally planned. What? So remember, they were together in Miami, and now they're together in L.A. because, of course, he had to come back and deal with his children. And uh, spoiler alert, there was a blind item about how he's he must be in a good place because he's being allowed to hang out with his kids unsupervised. This thing just opened in April, Bradley. Okay, so they were um, practicing their PDA experience. Yep. All over L.A., but including but not limited to the Pendry. And page six was there to find out what they actually ate, which exclusive details. What does a recently reunited publicationship get a little hangry for? What do know? Um, did they have some maybe like nice calamari? Did they have well, mini burgers? <laughs> they each other's um, faces. By the way, lest you lest you uh, doubt the nature of this publicationship, let me tell you that it wasn't just the two of them. They were actually joined by J-Lo's manager, Benny Medina, and her producing partner, Elaine Goldsmith-Thomas. Oh, that was a different dinner. Oh my God, these guys are everywhere. Oh my goodness. Because they went to to Wolfgang Puck's new restaurant too. Oh my gosh. I mean, literally. This is amazing. Um, They were there for a couple hours, by the way, and here's what they had. Crab fried rice. Wagyu steaks, uh, Wagyu steak, comma, snapper, various appetizers, mm-hmm. and a spiky lemon dessert. Oh, what does this, that mean? I don't know. I'm kind of it's terrified. Like lemon with booze or with actual spikes sticking out of the flambe? Well, you know, at Wolfgang Puck, maybe he gets a little adventurous there. Now, this is the restaurant that's inside the the Pendry. So, Wolfgang Puck's new oh, restaurant. Oh, what is the Pendry? Well, a hotel? Is, yes, this is a whole oh. spot. Let's take it oh, back. Okay, take so. it back. Diddle-loot, diddle-loot, diddle-loot. Because not only are we getting the publationship of the summer Benefer 2.0, the POS Benefer 2.0. Yeah, publationship of the summer. But if you notice, Bradley, on this article, and this is something that I've noticed Page Six doing in the past week or so, not only is this story exclusive, what does an exclusive story at Page Six mean? It means somebody connected with Jennifer Lopez, in this case, uh, spilled the deets or made access available so that the outlet could cover the story. Right. Well, this one is exclusive details, which is like another level. Which, if you think about it, is probably not J-Lo's people. It's probably like the Mater D. Who called page six and was or well page six rather probably called up the Mater Dean was like what did they eat and they're like I can't tell you what they ate but I will tell you we have a very nice snapper on the menu which is not only and the so they're Dean. furiously <laughs> writing down snapper we have this spiked lemon dessert that people really enjoy it's a it's a real hit yeah it's Jennifer Lopez loved it this is an experience not only I bet Bradley. Not only the Mater D gave the details, but it was whoever's running the Pendry because it just opened. Like their marketing person. It's their marketing person. Because if you look, we just listed their whole meal. Like, how would we find that out? It's because literally appetizer, small plates, main course, dessert was mentioned in the one paragraph about Jennifer Lopez and Ben Affleck's dinner date. Exactly. And by the way, it was a business date because they were with. Her business people with Benny Medina, yeah. so they wrote the whole thing off. Yeah. This this whole experience exactly. was a giant write off. Um, if they were charged at all, 
Thank you. Let's be clear. Because if you look now, I know that radio is not a visual experience, but if you go and you look at the exclusive detail photos of Ben Affleck and Jennifer Lopez on this dinner date in West Hollywood, the first photo conveniently says the name Pendry right above their head. Oh, yeah. The logo's right there. The logo's right there. The SponCon opportunities are bending over backwards to reveal themselves as these two fall madly in love. Oh, that's just oh. so coincidental. Yeah. You know, it's almost like they took a page out of another publicationship we love to cover here on the Colleen and Bradley show, and that's called Jonas. Jonas. Because everywhere yes. their love went, so went endorsement opportunities. <laughs> exactly. Right? Just, like, just followed them a treasure trail that is of in, opportunity. In fact, you know, it's totally, none of this is new, right? It's just the way we're arranging it. Like, celebrities, endorsements, all of that. But the system has had to get somewhat more, mm, what's the word? Sophisticated? Sophisticated, right? Because as our palettes evolve, you know, as pop culture consumers, we demand more. We don't want somebody to beat us upside the head with obvious product placement. Right. It's not like Ronald Reagan hosting the General Electric Theater and he literally lives in a house that was brought to you by General Electric. Or like stops to drink a cup of Sanka and says, mm, the Sanka is so amazing. <laughs> so amazing. Right? Yeah. So they, they're they trying to be more sophisticated, but as they become more sophisticated, uh, those of us who've been around for five seconds realize, quote, it's so obvious what you're doing here. Yes. So now it seems like the ball is in J-Lo's court. So let's tell everybody just really quickly as we wrap up uh, our conversation about Benefer 2.0, Ben Affleck, Jennifer Lopez, that they went to, uh, well, first they went to Montana. Yep. Then they went to. Um, so good publicity for the state of Montana. Congratulations. I mean, they, they got a, They got a great deal. I mean, who needs nature? You've got celebrities now. Right. I wonder where they do. We know where I'm sure we do know the resort, because, in fact, I think there was an article all about the resort that they went to or the place that they stayed. But then they were in Miami. Yes. Right. I yeah. might be missing something in between, but I well, think Miami was next. Yeah, because they well, they went to Miami. Jennifer Lopez lives in Miami, but they didn't go to her house. They rented out a sex mansion. That's right. Where he could ride on the balcony. She could creep on him and do stretches for everyone to see. And also then they went to the gym because remember, people were taking notes on her workout that's and right. leaving them alone. Yeah, that's right. While they were at her gym. And now oh. and now because he had to go, you know, play daddy for five seconds. She's like, well, I'll come to LA because then I can do some high profile business meetings at Wolfie's new restaurant inside the Pender the Pender Fest. What is it? The, the Pendry. Pendry. The Pendry. And then now, since they're still in Los Angeles, we've got pictures of Ben Affleck leaving Jennifer Lopez's house. And you, these are open to interpretation oh, by page six okay, because I want you to go to page six.com, Bradley, and then I want you to go to people.com. Because we have the same photograph with two different interpretations. Okay, so I'm going to open up people.com. It might take three years for this to happen. Yeah, that's okay. But I do see at the top of page six, Ben Affleck smirks, says it all, as he leaves J-Lo's house in the morning. Ew. But then over at people.com... The same picture has the headline, Ben Affleck sweetly grins as he leaves Jennifer Lopez's house in Los Angeles. This is hilarious. Sweetly grins. Sweetly grins over at people.com. Page six is going full horny and is making you think that Ben Affleck and Jennifer Lopez did it. And he knows that you know that they did it. Yes, he does. Lest there be any doubt that we are all being played by these two. Like the fact that he rolls up past a camera. 
Eat. Flashes a grin, right, and then just keeps driving. Tells you everything you need to know about celebrities trying to get attention. Hook, mm-hmm. line, and sinker. For uh, sure. Oh my but, goodness! You know, hey, that's our bread and butter, man. Yay! Thanks for so, doing things and doing each other because then we can talk about it. Do you, where do you think this goes next? Other than another sex layer in some faraway place, do they stay in LA for a while? Well, it depends because Jennifer Lopez is a busy modern gal on the go. Yes, she's got movies in the can. Yep, movies in the can. She's got photo shoots, endorsements. Don't know what her television career looks like as of right now. If she's going to be judging a world of dance, I bet there's a CBS series in her future. I just feel like you know. Well, she already did the the um, NBC cop show. See, now she's got to try a new network or maybe a streaming service. I bet she looked around and was like. I want to be on one of these streaming services. Well, Paramount Plus. Yeah. Yeah. Go for it. All right. Yeah. Well, we'll keep you up to date with all the latest on Benefer 2.0 and every single lie that they try to peddle our way. When we come back, though, uh, peddling through other lies throughout Hollywood and beyond, it's our good friend Elizabeth Reese with the Dirt Alert right here on My Talk 1071. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. And here with all the latest, it's the beautiful Elizabeth Reese. Hello. Hello. Good afternoon. How are you guys? Hey, Wonderful. Good. Now that you're here. Oh, I'm so happy. I'm sure you were doing just fine before I arrived mm-hmm. as well. Not really, actually, but <laughs> it's technical Mercury. difficulties. It's Mercury retrograde, Oh, my Elizabeth. gosh. It has been real this week, Holly. Yep. And yep. I didn't know it was in retrograde until things started going wrong. And then I said, is Mercury in retrograde? And then uh, it absolutely out. is. And it has been one thing after another. I think this is why I ended up soaking my brand new Gap White t-shirt with wine last night oh. when I, I hit the glass and the glass went flying. Thank goodness the glass didn't break, but then my t-shirt got wrecked. A brand new white t-shirt, Holly. Oh, bummer. You know what? The same thing happened to me, Elizabeth, about a couple of weeks ago. Brand new white t-shirt. Boy. Spilled hot coffee oh. all over myself, top to bottom. It's the Aww. worst. I know. Well, another day, another Ben Affleck and Jennifer Lopez story. Ben Affleck uh, giving a nice little smile as he left Jennifer Lopez's house uh, yesterday morning. So, Elizabeth, how do you interpret this? Because different tabloids are are interpreting this photograph of Ben Affleck differently. Well, I like the headline from People is that Ben Affleck sweetly grins as he leaves Jennifer Lopez's house in Los Angeles. His hair looks all a mus. It looks like disheveled he spent the night. from hours of lovemaking with <laughs> Particularly the beautiful in the morning, yes. yes, because uh, page six is calling the same photograph a smirk. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is, that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts.
Yeah. Is it a sweet grin or is it a smirk? It seemed more smirky to me. Yeah. It seems sort of like I'm going to tolerate you paparazzi, even though we made sure you were here. Yeah. Or thank you for showing up so that we can get attention. Yeah. Doing our sexy romantic mystery thing in front of everyone. <laughs> yes, that's right. In our sex mansion. I know. It's very true. Uh, Chris Harrison is not going to return to Bachelor in Paradise for at least this season. David Spade is going to fill in, and there's going to be a rotating cast of celebrities helping out with uh, this season of Bachelor in Paradise, which is the seventh in the franchise's history. So, Elizabeth, you watch Bachelor stuff. Yeah, pretty you, consistently. You, yeah, pretty consistently. Mm-hmm. And that they're doing this rotating roster of hosts. Is this a surprising move at all? Because this doesn't seem like it's surprising. It seems like producers want to test around a bunch of different people, mm-hmm. maybe shift the tone of the show a little bit. And maybe Chris Harrison isn't going to come back at all. Yeah, yeah maybe. Yeah. yeah, And I think the longer he's away, the more it's he's not going to come back. Because, I mean, let's talk about it. You know, when you get down to the core of the issue, remember Matt James was the last Bachelor, right? He picked... Rachel as um, the girl that he wanted to be with. Then there were surfaces. uh, There were photos that surfaced of her at a party with not a good look to it. And Chris Harrison uh, defended her. And so then he stepped back. Well, Matt and Rachel are now back together. Right. They're all over New York City. They're all over together. And they've, you know, and whatever work they've done. Great. You know, whatever work she's done, that's to her credit. Uh, That being said, I think it's telling that Chris Harrison isn't coming back for Bachelor in Paradise even after those two have reconciled Duh. and moved forward. That's why I bring that up. Mm-hmm. Okay, that makes sense. Because I think that means that that they're going to be moving on from him. Because if those two have have worked through this and and you know she kind of said the same thing that Chris did when they when when there were respective apologies, which was like I should have known better. I'm, I want to know better and I want to do better. So that was the plan going forward. And um, and I think it's telling that Rachel has gotten to that point, but Chris is not back with the franchise. Yeah, or and maybe he that was, you know, he was like, okay, I think my next chapter is going to be somewhere else. And so maybe he's going to do some sort of game show. Yeah, or infomercial. <laughs> Gosh, all Proactive I want to do in life is find Ron Popiel and sign up to be his sidekick when he is pitching his, you know, pasta extruding machine. Oh, his rotisserie chicken maker. I'm going to tell you something. Forget it. There's nothing I found more enjoyable as a child than watching those and watching the woman that was hosting that show with him was always like, oh my gosh, this is so amazing. And I think to myself, I could totally do that. Oh, for sure. And then think of all the like samples you'd get to try. I love it. The food dehydration experiences you could have. Listen, I already have one of those in my basement, but I'd be opening (laughs) open to trying a new brand. And you know what I loved about it is that they would have like seven different pasta extruder machines all set up in a row, extruding different flavors of pasta. (laughs) The problem is on the infomercial, Elizabeth, they don't show you all the work that it takes to clean that something that's true because i will tell you i love my dehydrator yeah i do not enjoy cleaning nine racks i know of dehydrator goo i feel that way too like and when i make <laughs> beef, we make pheasant jerky on it and then it's like it is glued to the yeah racks the and struggle. then you just gotta soak it and it takes forever to get it off I but, know. but it's so worth it yeah ultimately I get, it. I get it i just like those things uh elizabeth hurley says she is still friends with hugh grant they're extremely good friends uh, saying they went through so much together. 
Remember that? Yeah, that, that was still, yeah a throwback. The Versace safety pin dress on the red carpet. So good. Him going off and finding recreation experiences right. on the Sunset Strip. Right. Yeah. Uh, she's on this podcast, uh, the People in the '90s podcast, and this is 21 years after they split, following 13 years of dating. That's how long they were together. Wow! Oh, wow. I kind of forgot that it was that long. Yeah. She said, you know, we went through so much together, but I've been thinking one of the most important things to keep good relations with your exes is to have a lot of respect for their current life. That's sure. Interesting. You know, I, it's, it's, it's easy to be friends with an ex if you have both moved on with your lives in constructive ways. Yeah. And then you can come back and re-examine the relationship and be like, you know what? We went through a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. We've moved on with our lives and now we can become friends again. He is the godfather to Elizabeth Hurley's son, Damien. So they're more than friends. And he's, I mean, Damien's like teenager or 20s. Yeah, so they've obviously gotten over their issues. Yeah. Yeah, and he, she said when she did um, an episode of People a few months ago, she said the last time I spoke to him was this morning. Oh, my god! She talks to him quite a lot. She said at that point she was asking him who's, for advice on a script. Who's she dating again? Isn't she dating somebody young? Oh, gosh. Oh, I don't know. She said they both really respect who the other person is with at any given moment. Like, even though, you know, they're friends, but they acknowledge that they have that history. Mm-hmm. I don't, yeah, I don't know who Elizabeth Hurley is. I feel like we've talked about her. Yeah. Yeah. And dating someone. And for whatever reason, I thought it was like somebody rather young. When that affair with a prostitute happened, um, that was in 1995. Elizabeth Hurley stayed with him through that ordeal. And then they didn't split until five years later. Yeah. They were able to work it out. You know, him and him like going on the Tonight Show with Jay Leno. That was a pivotal, pivotal moment for that show. I know. Where people were watching and it just, wow, a different time. Yeah. The 90s. The 90s. <laughs> well, it's back. It's so, so back. Everything that everyone is wearing is giving me whiplash. I am at that age where you realize that you already wore it once. Yeah. You got to let the kids enjoy the butterfly hair clips mm. and those weird hair Do things. You? Yeah. You just got to let them make their own mistakes. Yeah. And then they can grow from that experience. There's a lot of baggy jeans and all white tennis shoes happening right now. Yeah. I'm seeing them all over the place. Pretty soon they're going to be wearing those clunky and Birkenstocks like with sacks. acid wash too, right? <laughs> yeah. Acid wash, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Acid wash is totally back. Oh, boy. Tie dye's in, but I turned it into wine dye with my wine well, incident last night. See, you should have just put like a rubber band on it quick and... You know, know, try to get a you cute can, little design. Yeah, do it as a crafting segment on Twin Cities Live. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> How to turn your mistakes into masterpieces. <laughs> That's a good title. Thanks, guys. <laughs> Thank you, Elizabeth. That's Elizabeth Reese. Of course, you can catch her every day at 3 on KSTP Channel 5. When we come back, we got some blind items with a special guest right here on My Talk 1071. Welcome back to the Colleen Bradley Show here on My Talk 1071, streaming live, doing everything entertainment, and full of celebrity lies and subterfuge at MyTalk1071.com. We got an app. We're on a YouTube channel. We got a TikTok. I don't know. Do we have a TikTok? Yeah, we have a TikTok. Yeah, That's Holly Roberts. Grant is here. And we have a very special guest for this very special segment of Blinded by the Item. Joining us this afternoon to solve hot celebrity gossip mysteries, it's Donna Valentine from the Donna and Steve Show. Hi, Hi Donna. Hi. Thanks for hanging out with us. Oh, it's my pleasure. It's so good to be having you. Yes. Thank you. Here's our first celebrity gossip mystery. Yes. Okay. 
This former A-plus list, mostly movie actor who's an Oscar winner, dumped a woman because she wasn't into his fetishes as much as he thought she should be. She's now dating the back-in-the-day actor turned director who's been in the news a lot lately, along with his former castmates from a show that was a really big hit. Okay. Okay. Do you know this? Well, I know the second part of it, I think. So the uh, now dating this back in the day actor turned director who's been in the news a lot lately. Uh, You know what that is. Mm. They did a reunion show. Actor turned director. They did a reunion show. That would be Friends. Is it Friends? Yes. Okay. Good job. Oh, like Matthew Perry. He's not directing, is he? No. I don't think it's Matthew Perry. It's not Matthew Perry. Okay, so who made his fetishes? Well, the director is the piece that gave it away for me, because I believe that that might be David Schwimmer. Yes, Bradley. What? Yes, Bradley. Ew. But but he's dating the ex of the former A plus list movie star. So David day. Schwimmer's because it's Donna and Steve's ding. You got to oh put it on God. our page. <laughs> Donna, you have a ding? I, yeah, I okay, know. Cobra Maine, I know it's a little hard. Here's the thing. Bradley hasn't been in this chair for over a year. Oh, there we there go. There it is. Yay. Oh, finally. It was just so off kilter. <laughs> <laughs> we get territorial about our dings here. So, and our dongs. It's true. Mm. <laughs> so we got David Schwimmer, right? So yep. he's dating the ex. So David Schwimmer's not the icky guy in this blind okay. item. Okay. The icky guy is the former A plus list mostly movie actor. So he dumped this woman because she wasn't into this guy's fetishes as much as he thought she should be. Oh, familiar. A plus list. Oh, oh. Does his fetish involve fishes? Ding for you, Bradley. Oh, now help me. Okay, so if you're not a keen uh, observer of the blind item segment, you may have missed the um, <clears throat> titillating bit of gossip that a gentleman <laughs> by the name of Nicholas Cage oh, yes. likes Whoa. fish. Yeah. And by that, I mean, Holly, you want to... Tell the story. Tell the story. Please do. Oh, yeah. To. to like nibble his toes? No. 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 no it's not a pedicure experience. Not his toes. No, not his toes. <laughs> oh, no. So the story goes, children, gather round. Oh. There was a blind item about Nicolas Cage that he was in Europe doing some work. And Nicolas Cage decided to enter a fishmonger. Hmm. He bought a whole fish. No. And then proceeded to walk into the fishmonger's bathroom. Where he ended up exiting without the fish. What does that even mean? Oh, it's open to interpretation. Yeah. I, mean, I mean, where does your head go? Well, the, 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 I think Donna, Donna, Donna. The idea was that he would leave it behind. Yep, because he didn't so he want dispose. to prepare it. After what he had done to it. Exactly, exactly yeah. Okay, ew. So isn't he married? Didn't he marry a new person? He did. Yeah. Nicolas Cage had a ceremony in Las Vegas with a new person. But what this blind item is saying is Nicolas Cage dumped this woman because she wasn't into his fetishes, whatever they may be. And now she's dating David Schwimmer. Wow. Wow. Cool. So David Schwimmer, not kinky. (laughs) Well, we don't know. Well, that's true. But the implication is not as kinky as Nicolas Cage. Correct. Yeah. No, not cool. Mm-hmm. Do you got another one for us? Yeah, please. Uh, Let's do it. We worked our way through that one, Donna. Thank you. Here's Thank you. Our, <laughs> our next celebrity gossip mystery. 
Whenever the burning of the genitals hazing story is what? mentioned, <laughs> the commando going actor is always out the next day with his girlfriend getting paparazzi'd. It is to say to the world, yes, I almost killed a man, but if I was so horrible, would I have a girlfriend? Well, the cleaning actor product uh, uh, actor does the same thing, so yeah. Oh. Mm-hmm. Okay. I love the cleaning actor. <laughs> who's that? Army Hammer. Yeah, who's... <laughs> nice job. <laughs> dating a dental hygienist. Oh, jeez. Yep. In the Cayman Islands. He has a girlfriend. He couldn't be horrible. Do you know who the commando-going actor who has the burning of the... Gentles hazing story? Not really. Okay, so you can get this because we. But what's interesting is, and I want to double back on this. We just talked about this yesterday, right? So Enti Lawyer is on one with this story because he's now talking about it two days in a row. The commando going actor. Think of an actor whose whose business has gotten a lot of attention or used to get a lot of attention. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Mad Men. Yep. John, John, yep. John. Th- 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 so he has like a big ding. Ham. <laughs> Thank you. Yes. Yeah. Oh, wait, can you put it all together? Yeah. So whenever the burning of the genitals hazing story is mentioned, John Ham. Is always out the next day with his girlfriend getting pictures taken by the paparazzi. That's to say to the world that, yes, I almost killed a man, but if I was so horrible, would I have a girlfriend? This is the same move done by Army Hammer with his dental hygienist. Like, if I was so bad, no lady would be with me. Exactly. Now, Mm. to fill you... Why are we talking about it again? Well... One of his former co-stars, Ellie Kemper, was in the news for some of the yes. things in the past. They're both from the same area of the world. And then so people started to talk about John Hamm again. And his oh. story was that John Hamm was arrested in connection with a violent hazing that happened at the University of Texas, where a pledge was beaten, dragged by a hammer, and had his clothes set on fire. Like recently? Which, by the way, was a story <laughs> no. that was covered in, what, 2018? Well, 2015. So this is from the Washington Post in 2015. But the okay. story was out there in, in the public consciousness, I suppose, uh, when it happened a long time you, ago. If you asked people about this story, they would have no idea what you're talking about. Yeah, right. like me. Like you've so never heard it, right? This, yeah. No. So this happened in his past. In 1990. When he was in college. When he was in college. Okay. Yeah. So. Wow, that's really... That's really going deep to dig up that dirt. Right. So then now that it became part of the conversation again lightly, what does a celebrity do to change the conversation? They go and get their photos taken with their girlfriend. Exactly. Like, oh, look at this guy. He's fine. He's nice. He's nice. We got time for another one. Yeah. Yeah. Donna, you're doing good. Thanks. Another celebrity gossip mystery for Bradley and Donna to solve. It isn't an athletic competition, and you don't lose your job if you're jacked up on PEDs. So this foreign-born superhero makes his job easier by using them Mm. daily. Mm. I know this because I just looked at a bunch of photos. Foreign-born superhero. Oh, God. So think about a super-ripped... Superhero. Okay. Right? Uh, Hugh Jackman. No. Uh, super ripped. Uh, the the <laughs> guy, the knees, the Liam guy, or the other guy. Close. You're uh, in that? Chris Hemsworth. Yes. yes. Holly, are we on the right page? You are exactly on so the right page. What is, okay, read the thing and then I have questions. So, it isn't an athletic competition, and you don't lose your job if you're jacked up on PEDs, performance enhancing oh, drugs. Okay, I did not know what PEDs were. So, Chris Hemsworth makes his job easier 
by using them daily. Yeah, like if you have not seen the photos, I'm just going to Google and see if I can find. Uh, they're on. It's one of the latest posts on Chris Hemsworth, his Instagram account. Do you think these are legal drugs? Like there are things like hormon, hormon. hormones, <laughs> human growth. Herman. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Hormones. See, I, mean, I was trying to make that. them a couple. Um, oh, wow. Like, yeah, that's... That's not just like, I went to Lifetime and no, did some beach body workouts. That's yeah, man, intense. I just crushed arm day. Well, you know, to, <laughs> to your answer, Donna, I think that the issue is that NT Lear is trying to make here is like, you, you know, it's he's not competing athletically, so it's not against rules. And right. he's not going to lose his Disney contract because he's doing this. Yeah. So there's right. They're not illegal necessarily. Or I don't know what he's doing. So there's really no shame in it other than he just wants to call him out for using supplements rather than just working out. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You're not going to look like Chris Hemsworth if you join his fitness subscription service. Yeah. Whenever you see those, like, you know, men's health issues that come out, like Zac Efron's Baywatch body. Right. Chris Hemsworth's Thor body. You know, they'll always have a series with the trainer who's like, if you want to get Chris Hemsworth's (laughs) wall, do these 10 workouts and then right. all these boobs out there are like i'm gonna be chris hemsworth trust yes. me i've been there yeah. they're like if i just do this for 90 days yeah what and then at the end of 90 days you're like why don't i look like that i did all the lat pulls <laughs> and my lats are not like chris hemsworth yeah it's yeah. because wow it's a lie it's because it's a lie it's a lie not that uh, but here's the thing i think sometimes people throw that all out the window I'm sure this dude is in the gym like eight hours a day because he has nothing else to do and it's his career and you can't just do it on drugs alone. Right. Because if you could, we'd all be doing those drugs. Correct. Right. So it's probably, (laughs) you know, a combo platter. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That the rich and famous can afford. Lucky. Keep doing your lap pulls. Donna, go do some lap pulls. <laughs> yeah, we don't oh. even need a sound effect anymore. We have a bell in here. You know, I think we used to use that back oh. in the uh, 1800s when we were on It does here. sound like church is... Or is it or Game of Thrones-ish? Shame. 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 Or pick up. Shame. All right, I gotta go get my deli sandwich. Okay, she, wow, ready. she's really enjoying that. Pick button. up a pie. <laughs> go get your pie. Okay, All right, thank you, Donna. You're welcome. Bye, Donna. When we come back from blind items to zombie publationships. Attention. Celebrities who still want attention. Find out who we're talking about when we come back right here on My Talk 107.1. Good afternoon. Welcome back. It's a beautiful Thursday, June 3rd. Wow. Wow. 1248. I'm Bradley Trader. That's Holly Roberts. And uh, publationships live and publationships die. Publationships, as defined here on the Colleen and Bradley show, are those celebrity relationships that seek to gain attention and work in Hollywood and perhaps paid endorsements as a result. Holly, there is something called a zombie publationship. Can you please tell us? Ideally, what does a zombie publationship look like? Uh, attention. <laughs> attention. So a zombie publationship 
is a relationship that has died. It has gone the course of its life. But then it starts to come back in the public consciousness. We start to see headlines about people who were in publicationships moving on from the story, but then using the publicationship for the purposes of publicity. Yeah, so it so lives on. You get the attention. So that's why the payoff for a publicationship is so high. People are like, why would there be a need to have publicationships? Because not only can they lead to, you know, headlines. Publicity, opportunity, endorsement. while you're together, endorsement, jobs. But even after you go your separate ways, that provides months, sometimes years. Have you met Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie? Have you met Jennifer Aniston? Thank you. Yes. You know, sometimes years. But typically, there is this immediate um, oxygen for uh, publicationships after they expire. Like there's a you know, a last gasp. Yeah. And such is the case with one publicationship that we've been mildly obsessed with here on the Colleen and Bradley show. And it's called Zephron. In fact, I don't think we actually ever called it Zephron. We didn't, but now but we, why now we didn't are. Because that was kind of, I kind of like that name. What's a, Ze- a Zephron? A Zephron. Well, it's a Zach Efron and Vanessa. Oh, it shouldn't be Zephron. Wait, did I do that wrong? What could be Zephron? Well, Vanessa Valadares, So it totally works. No, it'd be Vephron. Vephron. It's Vephron, not Zephron. Oh, I, I feel like Zephron? that's something that's made Zephron? by Dow. That, I feel like that's something that's made by Dow Chemical, but okay. <laughs> Zephron sounds like just a name for Zach. I mean, hey, he's no, that's just Zephron. fine because he's the important one in this right. relationship, and he's about. the one. But who's the Vanessa? Vanessa Valadares. She was a woman who was working at a healthy food shop in Australia. Zach Efron and Vanessa Valadares apparently were a thing for a while, yeah. but now they're not a thing. And the only reason we know Vanessa Valadares' name is because it was connected to Zach Efron and this publicationship. So, yeah, they went their separate ways. But again, nothing, none of this was actually ever confirmed that they were together. She obviously was in his life in some capacity. There was a rumor that she was a beard and that she was there essentially to serve as a sober coach, mm-hmm. um, which wouldn't be, on, be beyond the realm of possibility. That's a lot of the blind spot, blind spot, the uh, blind item chatter about those two we don't really know but what we do know is that she was there for a while and now she's not and i imagine that's because he's off filming and she wasn't going to leave and go filming firestarter with him which is probably in like canada or something right um and so she's back in australia and oh look at this she turns up attending a uh Fashion Week event, Australian Fashion Week. So here's Zac Efron getting headlines in the Daily Mail, uh, modeling an outfit um, as she attends one of these events, donning a baby blue frock from designer Maggie Marilyn for Australia's Fashion Week. I'm just going to say something about that dress. Oh, and what is the thing you're going to say? It's not really that cute. Well, it's very blue. It's it, yes, thank you. If that's the only thing that you can say, it's very, it's very but it's very on trend. It's got some puff to it. It's got some weird homages to the '90s. You know, enjoy children again. Enjoy your '90s trends. But she is now in in the Daily Mail, which, by all accounts, regardless of what you think of the Daily Mail, that is sort of the tabloid, like the world's tabloid. It is sure, it not? It sure is. It yeah. crosses international boundaries: Australia, the UK, the United States, and beyond. People see, you know, she is not somebody who would have shown up in the Daily Mail before she was with Zac Efron. Right. Well, and whatever their relationship was, she knows the power 
of that connection after the fact. Well, and not only does Vanessa Valadares understand the power of publicationship, you know, it, it, she has to be contextualized as Zac Efron's ex-girlf- ex-girlfriend. But when you look at the headline, too, who else is getting attention from this publicationship? It's the designer whose name is Maggie Maryland. Who is that? I don't know. Exactly. But now you will be interested or some people will and they'll be like, oh, who's this? And it's clear that she's always wanted to be this kind of person, meaning somebody who is a tastemaker, an influencer, a style. Influencing. Yeah. Uh, An influencer. You know, her Instagram is just full of sort of artsy uh, photos, etc. So it's clear that she's just leveraging this moment to get attention for all the things that she finds important, which I, I ain't no shame in that game. Yeah. We're it, just here to call balls and strikes. <laughs> Thank you. And a turkey when we see one. But that that's the whole thing about the conversation about publicationships. It's not that all publicationships are necessarily negative or we're not talking about publicationships in a pejorative sense. It's like these, this is a mech, this is a mechanism that celebrities use to get attention. Yeah. And it's fascinating to see how it gets unrolled because now we're talking about Vanessa, Vanessa Valadares. We're talking about this designer. We're talking about Australian fashion week. Who knew Australia had a fashion week? I didn't. Yeah. And you certainly didn't know any of the designers there. No. And- whether or not you like their blue dress. Yeah, because I'm sure they're not showing, you know, the latest Crocodile Dundee collection or Koala Boo oh from Olivia Newton-John. But they could do a Crocs uh, crossover with Crocodile Dundee, could they not? With some uh, 90s and, or 80s inspired gibbets? Yeah, well, it would be like, is this gibbet a knife? <laughs> this is a gibbet. Put another gibbet on the bobby! Yeah. <laughs> Just, I mean, we're just giving itself. away free marketing to Crocs. <laughs> yes, I'm sure the good people of Crocs are like, mm, okay, thanks. Yeah. No, but to your point, this is not a, a judgment of Vanessa Valadares or any celebrity publicationship. It no. is merely to say, we are the translators of what the celebrities don't want you to know. That's right. But I think a well-informed public is a better public, Holly. Thank you. You are going to demand better quality pop culture if you understand how you're being played by celebrities. In this case, I mean, this is like low stakes. This is just a career, right? right. Or a, I wouldn't even call it a career being a, you know, publicationship. Uh, I would call it just a a career opportunity. Yeah, I don't know. I, I haven't quite done the, you know, doctoral thesis on this one, but in terms of publicationship's role, it's a, it's like any other yeah. celebrity endeavor yeah exactly and, and so this is how the sausage is made Zach Efron making Firestarter then he's going to go and remake the three men and a baby for Disney plus so he's well on his way <sighs> can't wait all right when we come back you get one board game to bring to your friend's house for a little game night what board game are you going to bring 651-641-1071 we're talking board games when we come back right here on my talk 107.1